ان الحمد لله والصلاه والسلام على اشرف الانبياء وعلى اله وصحبه ومن والاه وبعد my dear brothers and sisters what i want to remind myself and you about today is the importance of balance allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created this world in a way where in everything in his creation he created it full of good and he created it also with things which sometimes you might consider to be as not good referring specifically to people allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created people men and women with both good positive and negative and again when i say positive and negative there is nothing positive or negative by itself it's in perspective looking at being looked at by some people something seems positive something seems negative to the extent that with rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam about whom our belief and our aqeedah is that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created him without any faults was perfect the best of creation but even with him we actually have historical evidence based on the quran where there was a time when his wives our mothers were not happy with him and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed quran about this allah subhanahu wa ta'ala specifically revealed several ayat of the quran about this and said that if you are not pleased with my nabi then i will ask him to let you go with grace and i will give him better than you so even with him sallallahu alaihi wasallam we find that some people were dissatisfied and i'm not talking about his enemies enemies were dissatisfied obviously but here we are talking about his own family and that's not because there was a fault in him but this is human nature this is human nature where even if there is no fault then for people especially people who live with you on a daily basis sometimes things become difficult to uh, to put up with or difficult to bear rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam in one hadith he said that sometimes a man will do good for his wife all his life and then he does one wrong thing and she will tell him that i never got anything good from you and the same thing is true also of men the woman might be doing something on a daily basis she takes care of the man she takes care of the house and everything else and uh, men take men seem to take it for granted as if this is their right and then something goes wrong and then immediately of course you find fault with the woman the point i'm saying is that it is therefore very important for us to keep this in mind and keep this in perspective to say that first of all if you find something negative in someone then this is nothing unusual that's how life is and secondly at that time that is the time to look for something positive because positive also is there allah did not create anything with complete good or complete bad so therefore there is something which is positive also in that situation and then what to do and then do what we know from the famous hadith of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam with respect to saad bin abi waqas radhiyallahu anhu where he came to the masjid one day nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam was sitting in the masjid with some of his companions and he said a man will enter here who is a man of jannah and saad ibn abi waqas radhiyallahu anhu entered and the next day the same thing happened nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam said a man will enter and he is a man of the people of jannah 
and Saad ibn Abi Waqas entered the masjid. And the third day, consecutively, the same thing happened. And Saad ibn Abi Waqas entered the masjid. So Abdullah ibn Umar decided to find out what is it that Sayyidina Saad does, thanks to which Rasulullah gave him this Bashar of Jannah. So he decided, he went to Sayyidina Saad and he asked to stay with him as his guest. And Sayyidina Sadar Saad agreed. So Abdullah ibn Umar went and stayed with him for three days. And literally stayed in his house. He observed him very closely from morning till night. He made a note of all that he does. And at the end of three days he said to him that I came here for a reason. Uh, and the reason was, and he told him this story, he said, this is what happened in the masjid. And Rasulullah gave this bashara of Jannah for you. So I came to see and learn from you and see what is it that you do, which I can also do. And he said, in three days I observed you and there is nothing unusual about anything that you do. So he said, what we all do, you do, which is, you know, farahid and tahajjud and what not. Uh, he said, there is nothing unusual, there is nothing new that I have not seen before that you do. So why did Rasulullah give this Bashara to you? Is there something you are doing in secret which I was not able to observe? Sayyidina Saad said to him, he said, there is nothing secret, but there is something that I do which you could not have observed because I do it internally. So Sayyidina uh, Abdullah ibn Umar asked him, he said, what is it that you do which I could not see? He said, I settle all accounts before I go to sleep. So he said, what do you mean settle accounts? He said, before I go to sleep, before the end of the day, if I have wronged somebody, I make up to that person. And if somebody wrongs me, I forgive them. He said, when I go to sleep every day, I make sure that there is no one who I have not forgiven. Whatever it is, I completely clean my heart and then I go to sleep. So anything I have done, if I have done something wrong, I make amends, I go apologize or whatever. And if somebody has wronged me, I make dua and I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive that person. So I clean my heart and I remove all rancor and all negativity from it before I go to sleep. And maybe this is the reason why Rabbi Sallallahu said this. And that was the reason, Allah Haram. So, the point I'm saying is that when we look at each other, uh, this is true, of course, it's definitely true in marriages, but it's also true in our relationships, and our, with our friends and our colleagues and, you know, people we work with, our business partners and so on, that we always maintain a sense of balance. And we don't get carried away by one or the other. You can have both. You can also have situations where uh, you see only the good in somebody to such an extent that then one day when something negative you see, that negative becomes so huge that all the good the person does goes down the road. Because how can this person do this? But this person was a human being. He was a normal person. You created this image of this superhuman, you know, virtue of goodness, uh, or, you know, epitome of goodness. That was your creation. The man never said he was like that. So you created this and then one day he says something which you don't like or something which is wrong 
and you trash everything and you say, oh, but you see this. So the whole issue is that both ways, lack of balance. I, whether it is in liking somebody or in disliking somebody. Because sometimes some, some people are there who may have generally done something wrong, but we dislike them out of proportion to what they have done. So our dislike is like we hate them or you know we revile them, and, but they did not deserve that much. I mean, okay, so he did something wrong. So, you know, to whatever extent it was, there has to be some sense of balance with regard to how we deal with people. And especially, again, that as I said, it relates very much to the families, the wives and the husbands. Uh, it's uh, Sometimes I, when I do, uh, when people ask me to speak about marriage and so on, I, t I actually make them do an exercise. I tell them, Maggie, I hand out sheets of paper and I tell people, write down all the good that you know about your husband. I tell the women, write down all the good that you know about your husband. I tell the men the same thing. Write down all the good that you know about your wives. And then I say, turn the paper around and then write down all the bad that you know. What is it you don't like about your husband or what is it that you don't like about your wife? And invariably, Alhamdulillah, invariably, the good always outweighs the bad. There is some bad, no doubt, but the good is always more than the, than the bad. I mean, take for example a simple thing. The husband goes out, he, the husband takes the responsibility of earning so that the woman is freed from this responsibility. She, if even women who go and work, they go and work because they feel like working. Not because they have to actually, even Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given enough. So the, now what is the value of that? What is the value of, for the woman to be able to go to sleep in peace without worrying about whether there is food on the table? That is not my job, it's my husband's job. What is the value of that? It has to have some value, no? And many women realize it the day the husband dies. Then you realize suddenly, oh, now what's going to happen to me? In many cases, the husband leaves enough for her to eat even, even otherwise. Because this is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's not the husband is not the raziq. Allah is the raziq. And Allah creates means of risk. There are many people who are much better off after the husband dies. Because other people come and help them and so on. So, it's, you know, the, the, the risk comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And same thing with the, with the, with the husband. I and mean, what is the value of the fact that you don't have to worry about coming home and cooking your food and seeing whether your house is clean or not and so on. I mean, if you have lived on your own, you realize the value of that. I mean, anyone who has lived anywhere, um, for, for many of us who lived in the West, you know, I still <laughs> remember the time when you had to, that was one of the big things. When you come back from work, then there is food if you cook. If you don't cook, there is no food. Or you eat cereal or something, you know. So, what is the value of that? The fact that there is a, that your house is clean, that your clothes are taken care of, that your, all your needs are taken care of, there's hot food on the table, and so on and so forth. What is the value of that? I mean, just to think and reflect on, I'm giving you some simple examples, they would be much more valuable and useful things. So, I'm saying this is very important for us to keep this in mind and to cancel out and to forgive whatever else that comes with it. So with the, with the fact that the house, everything is taken care of, maybe there is some irritation, maybe there is some, you know, aggravation in terms of how somebody talks. Forgive it, forgive it, forget it. It's not, it's garbage. It's not worth collecting and keeping and uh, smelling from time to time to see how nasty it smells. It doesn't make, doesn't make any sense. So get rid of it. Get rid of it and the way to get rid of it is to forgive. And to remember that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives those who forgive others. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives those who forgive others. Allah said, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa said, the one who shows mercy on this earth will be shown mercy on the day of judgment by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to 
see the goodness in what he created and to be thankful to him for it and to forgive each other and to keep our hearts clean from all rancor from all resentment and to be focused on the fact that what we have from allah to be grateful for is far more than whatever complaints we might have in our life we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be pleased with us and never to be displeased wa sallallahu ala nabiyil karim wa alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in rahmatullahi